Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is FM 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Here we go, here we go. Looking at uh, what's going on today, there's the Irish are making the headlines... The front page of the Irish Sun is uh, the story of U2. They are now the they're going to make they're going to make the biggest money in Las Vegas residency history. So it used to be Lady Gaga with seven hundred fifty thousand euro a show. I was thinking like the three arenas and the Croke Parks would be much bigger than that. But yeah, this is a, a residency in Vegas, so smaller venues. Um, Bruno Mars made nine hundred forty thousand per show. Uh, Dell is currently making one point. 12 million per show and they're going to make even more so uh, yeah 1.4 million they're going to trouser that who else who says trouser nobody ever says I trousered a few quid the other day nobody says that Uh, anyway they could trouser 1.4 million a show during their Las Vegas residency Bono there's no Larry Bono the Edge and Adam will be performing Uh, uh, Larry is not well so um that's upset a lot of fans. It's kind of like a car with three wheels. But there is, a, like, the, obviously, there'll be another drummer filling in, and it's all with the approval of Larry himself. But uh, this place is called The Sphere. Now, this, if you if you like music, this sounds like the... Apparently, the acoustics are incredible. There's no bad seats. They've spent millions and millions on this place. It looks like a planet that's landed in Vegas, which kind of fits in with the kind of crazy vibes of Vegas. And those shows um, will sell out, and they'll be they'll be fantastic. So um, that's and the other Irish news this morning is Barry Keoghan has vowed to return to his school that he went to his former school in Dublin after staff and students praised him for his BAFTA win. He went to uh, Summerhill and um, he won Best Supporting Actor, as you know, for the Banshees of Inisherin. And Connor Flood, his teacher at O'Connell Secondary School in the inner city, told. Uh, RT News that is a gr- with great pride following the win uh, Barry then tweeted this is beautiful thank you lads for getting it on national TV and saying those lovely things I will drop in as soon as I am back and have a big old chat Mr Flood and uh, Mr Cooler I think it is another teacher there so and there's no doubt he will do that because he's he, he mentioned it in his, in his speech he was proud of where he comes from he dedicated to all the, the dreamers from you know kids coming up through life in the same circumstances that he did so that's an incredible thing so uh, come on Ireland um, very upsetting pictures this could be a good warning though for everybody so the TV the sports uh, presenter I think he's moved into other TV stuff now but Dan Walker 
he used to do a lot of football stuff um, he was hit by a car he was on his bike and he got hit by a car in an accident and he was out cold for 25 minutes and he thought he was going to be gone and there's pictures I saw him tweeting pictures and his nose is all wrecked and his face is all smashed up um, he said he thought he was going to die after a vehicle ploughed into him on a busy roundabout in rearview dash cam footage which this is the first time this has been seen you can actually see photographs of the actual crash um, he was cycling to catch a train at half eight and he headed to work and uh, he was on his electric bike and he was, of course he was in Strictly as well and he came up to a roundabout and he's following the car around when a car appears to cut him up and tries to take the near exit and uh, in a split second Dan is hit thrown off and into the path of the car while the bike is crushed his face is mangled and he says that if he wasn't wearing his crash helmet he definitely definitely would have been killed because that bit of the crash helmet protected his forehead and you know like there's uh, I know people and they cycle all the time with no crash helmets on and they go, bah, that's the noise they make. I said, would you not, should, should not be wearing a crash helmet now? Because like, I know people on electric bikes and they're whizzing along like they're doing. They're easily doing 40 miles an hour. Are they? Can you go that fast on an electric bike? They're flying, like they're flying. And they're not wearing helmets. And I would say to them, because I have a helmet for my bike, I say, would you not wear it? And they'd make this noise. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, look at Dan Walker and make that noise now. And in 1987, so if you're a boy racer, have a listen to this. A boy, a boy racer as well be asleep now, wouldn't they? A boy racer's dream car is set to fetch a record €200,000 when it goes under the hammer. This is a legendary, now it's le- legendary, it could be legendary to boy racers, it doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, Ford Sierra Cosworth RS500. Was the envy of wannabe racers drivers back in the 1980s. So, like, if, if you know, you know, as they say, and I don't know. Now it's a pristine 1987 example of what's up for grabs at the Silverstone auctions on Saturday. They reckon it's going to go for €200,000. I'm a bit of a driver myself, but... I presume, like, if you're a boy racer, do you grow up to be a man racer? You do. You, you kind of qualify through into that. And then if you have a few squids, you might buy for two hundred grand if the dream car you always wanted as a boy racer or do you just hang up once you reach a certain level do you just give up the racer thing do you drop the racer and just become car enthusiast I don't know if you were a boy racer now let me know or do you, are you one for life it is the strawberry alarm clock it's F104 welcome to Wednesday are you were, you were never a boy racer no I, do you know what? I had a Peugeot 206. Okay. But it was a van Peugeot no, 206. No, no spoilers now. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> we, used to, we used to, you know, just, what do you call that? Where you just drive around like five or six cars, a cavalcade, is that what you call it? Oh, yeah. We used to drive around all the time. My friend had a Renault Clio. My other friend had his mom's Toyota Corolla. Black. It was like a priest car. We went around as a gang, like as a no, just like driving around, and then we'd park up. I know people do it now on the Maxall on the N3. If you're ever driving up by a Blanche, anytime past half ten, eleven, you will see about it. Say fifty cars yeah. in the car park of Maxall, and there's the odd time I just want to just just have a little drive in and go. Well, what all type right, of car boys. Because <laughs> yeah. it's going to be boys, isn't it? Uh, do you know what? Not, actually, do you know what, Jim? Recently, there's a lot of girls doing it as well. Okay. Cruising, someone says. Yeah. Cruising. 
cruising around, driving okay. around your car. Not well, that type of cruising, yeah, everybody. What, what type of cruising? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. Like I was never like, going down the cars. car park for a bit of a cruise, whacker. <laughs> I am, yeah. <laughs> the cars would always leave you alone because you're just harmless. You're just pumping all your money into getting nice wheels, nice spoilers, tinted windows. You'd always pay for your tax and your insurance. Well, always in your insurance, but your tax especially because the car, the cops would always pull you in and get your reg plate in that uh, the handwritten font. It's like it's, you're actually doing everyone a favour because uh, you, you know you can just go, all right, he's he's okay. And then you put the word Clio. I I had the word Peugeot on the back of my car, as in you like the you know on, on the window. Why? Of it. It was cool at the it time. It wasn't cool, Crossy. There's nothing cool about any of that. 2005, 2006, it was just great. I did a song once about boy racers. I got I got a bit of heat for it. What was it about? I can't remember what it was. Boy racer. I can't remember. And it was like, it was just mentioning all the different things that boy racers have. <laughs> the, the dice on the car. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of, oh, shut up, Jim. What would you know? <laughs> They're tight. They, they really are tight people because they go That's to right. all these big functions now and there's all... These things oh, they're like, tight amongst themselves, or they're, they're tight yeah. with their money, and they're all harmless as well. Like I think there used to always be, oh, they, these fellas are rough, these girls are rough. They're not anymore. They, like they pump all their money into cars. I never thought boy racers would be rough. I just thought they'd be. Oh, I used to always think when my mom was like, oh, here we go now. He's going to be into drugs, drink, and everything. And I'm like, no. It's like everyone's sound. We're all good. It's called the cruise lads. Those were the days. Okay, well look, you're bringing back some happy memories. Cruising around, yeah. cruising around. How big was your spoiler? Oh, you do I, I do want to know. Have you got a picture I of it? I mean, I'll, I'll see if I can find it on my oh, Facebook. Oh, man. I can't believe that you... So, <laughs> now, so let me... This is exactly what the question I asked two seconds ago. You were a boy racer. Yeah. Officially, right? Officially, yeah. Uh, I never would have guessed. Oh, would you not have? No. Okay, all right. You don't talk like... Meh. How are you, Jim? That's how boy <laughs> racers talk last night, would you? I'm only joking, right? <laughs> So you, you, I never would have guessed. So when was the moment you stepped away from being a boy racer into being uh, not a boy racer? Well, I started driving a Volkswagen Beetle, the F one hundred and four car. <laughs> Shamer. We we F one hundred and four. That when you get banished from Navin. That's when it. That's when it stopped. Was when it? I started driving this He's, really comfortable what's he doing? car. What's he doing? Setting the side down. Yeah. Oh man, it was it was it was a great time, and I think anyone who went through that fad of being a boy racer. Did you have a name for the car? My friends had a name for the car. For your car, you didn't yeah. name your own car. Now, can I all just tell you this, right? I do not come from a rich family or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. But my have. dad had a furniture business, and he needed a little runaround van to drive around the place. Okay. So he bought a, I think it was a '98. Peugeot 206 van car oh nice so that would mean that if he needed to collect foam or cushions yeah give me a call will you drive down there and that's how you're going to so pay me off his, the car you're his backup so John had a Toyota Corolla his mum's car uh, Sean had a Renault Clio it's like an Ed Sheeran song <laughs> Sean <laughs> had a car <laughs> does one of them sell clothes now yeah does one, them, does one of them leave his wife <laughs> I don't know <laughs> The castle on the hill The car park on the hill You are It gets worse Alright so then Those lads with GTIs TDIs I had a DBI Is that not a se- sexual uh, problem No I had, a, I, I had a DBI What's a DBI A daddy bought a car oh. <laughs> Classic <laughs> So is that the name of it? The DBI Please, call it the DBI oh, Here comes the DBI The DBI That's brilliant no, That's good That's clever And it was a crock of But it was my DBI 
Right. And I paid back for every time. Howie, will you go and collect this? The DBI. The DBI. Catch me, Daddy Cry Drivers. <laughs> um, my sister had a great name for her car. She had a Mazda 323. Right? Yeah. She wasn't a boy racer or a girl racer. This was her one of her first cars. And she called it Tarzan. Great name for a car. Do you know why? Three to three? Three to three. Brilliant. I think everyone with the Mazda 323 used to call it Tarzan. That's the Tarzan thing. Anyway, there you go. Crossy uh, was, you think you know someone. How long have I known you? Oh, about 15 years. Yeah, and I didn't know that. Beep, beep. Ring, ding, ding. We played Crazy Fogs the night of the week. So Kelly Clarkson, who we know, uh, we're all fans of Kelly Clarkson and her Kelly Oki segment, which is great. It's brilliant. It just shows what a great range she has. Like every day, like she's just singing all her favorite songs. And she's so into music. She really is. And uh, she has discovered Dermot Kennedy's song. And here it is. Waiting on a train that just won't come. Wow, it's kind of a pink style version of it. It's so good. Later on today on Kelly Clarkson's show, Niall Horan is going to be having a chat with her. And they're good pals, as we know from him talking to us last week. Yeah. Um, that's really good. I think that that's... She should release that She's had some bangers Like some of the songs She has had on that yeah. So good The Scream franchise Has another movie Coming out later this year It's This time it will be set In New York And yesterday The cast were giving tips On how to survive Ghostface Ghostface is on the loose Here's all you need To know to stay alive Charge your phone In case you need to call for help But don't answer it If it rings Hello Let's play a game Check all dark stairwells don't leave your apartment. Delete your delivery apps. Stay alert. Do you think they've ruined every single horror movie that's ever been made because they've given the premise of every horror movie there? Don't answer the door. Don't answer the door, yeah. Charge your phone. Don't, don't look at the window it. at night, basically. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> somebody just go, eee. So, um, the people in Netflix have decided that uh, when they're doing Bridgerton the next time round, and they're saying this is going to happen across the board now with uh, period dramas that uh, the ladies because the lads don't really have any problems but the ladies that were wear, are wearing the actual clothes from back in the day and they're wearing those bodices and those those what are they called the, they hold you the in corsets, don't they? Yeah. all those corsets and some of the actresses have come across and said they're having breathing problems and bruising and they, so Netflix have said look these people are like they're, they're they're acting they don't need to be in pain just because yeah. people wear back in the day like they can fake that so why why put them through pain to do their job? So that's gone. The, oh, those, brilliant! Those corsets are gone now. You don't have to wear them. They've got a brand new Bridgerton, like a spin-off of it, coming out very soon as well. I forget the name. That's Shonda Land. You know Shonda Rhimes who created it all. Yes, she has like loads of different branches of, of Bridgerton that are going to be happening over the next while. So if you're a fan of that, you're in a bit of luck. Good, and you can breathe a bit easier. And uh, Pink, as we were speaking about her, has been going through her favorite songs and videos for Buzzfeed, and she thinks her video for Try is the best. Do you know I think that's Barry. This might be my favorite video. I mean, some of the stuff that we do, like this, in that video is. Not everybody can do that. I mean, look at that man. I am holding him up. That is a large male. Yeah, I'm gonna have to put that at number one. Try, might be my favorite ever. Running through the desert in your underwear. And I just had a baby too. Oh God. Mm. 
fan. I'll have to see it. I can't remember that video. So she's dancing and he's got his, his legs wrapped around her body. And then she goes back. Oh, he's yes. standing up on her, basically. It's incredible. That's good. Of course it is. She's brilliant at what she does. And her performance on Graham Norton. Do you see with the guy falling off the steps? <laughs> I've seen him on TikTok and on YouTube and stuff before, but she found him and got him on. That's, it was a great performance. It is the strawberry alarm clock. It's out from the... Una Treely has been posting some very strange uh, uh, things on Instagram and uh, she wants to ring up a and b there's a lovely B&B in Waterford and uh, book a room in for a throuple of friends for a throuple of nights. Richard, may I help you? Hi, I'm looking to book a room um, around April weekend. I just want to see what your availability was. OK, what dates are you looking at and how many people? So there's three of us. There's three of you, yeah, OK. Yeah, and what trouble. dates are you thinking of? Kind of needed on a Saturday. OK, and is it just for the one night? Could be. There's three of us, so we might do three. Three nights? Three nights for three of us. All right, OK. Definitely want to stay on a Saturday. All right, OK. Yeah. Let me just see what I have over in the studios. There's three of us, um, just trouble friends. You share a room? Yes. Yeah. The three and so trouble. So couples? No, just three friends. Trouble. Uh, triple. Trouble. Couples. Triple. Trouble. <laughs> a triple, yeah. Trouple. Yeah. Trouble. Trouble of nights. <laughs> trouble of friends. So, so there's a double and a, and two singles. Don't need a single. Well, it's that's what's in the room. The so, in in that room, there's a double and two single beds. Okay. Don't need a single. <laughs> Or right. you're all happy being in the one room? Oh, we're all happy, yeah. Yeah. And we're very happy. Right, OK. It's a, it's a private studio apartment. Right. OK. Just for ye. And w- what's your policy with noise? Because I kind of like music, so I, I bring my guitar and... Oh, yeah, well, you couldn't know that because... Well, I mean... It's just m- acoustic. Y- y- no, you, you, you'd okay. have people below you. Trouble. <laughs> OK, thanks a million. Bye, bye, bye. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. 10 questions. 60 seconds. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. €1,000. FM 104's Instagram. With MissQuote.ie. Specialists in women's car insurance. Going the extra mile to get you great deals. See MissQuote.ie. Aoife's in Drumcondra. How are you, Aoife? I'm good, thank you. Now, we shouldn't have favourites, but my ma's from Drumcondra, so, you know. Oh, I'm, well. I'm, I'm cheering on the ladies from Drumcondra. You know? Brilliant. <laughs> 
And uh, do you think you could do a 10, Aoife? Do you think you have it in you? Now, I, I've played a few times on my own, but I say it's completely different on the radio. I have got one or two 10s, but um, oh. being online is... Um, yeah, well, look, you just try and stay calm. Just imagine you're just shouting the thing out at the radio. It's exactly the same. Are you ready Perfect. to do it? Yeah, Will we do it? Let's go for it. Let's go. The game starts in three, two, one. What pirate did Johnny Depp most famously play? Uh, Jack Sparrow. What structure do birds build in trees to keep their eggs safe? No. In the video game uh, Mario, what profession was Mario? How many letters are in the world guacamole? Oh. True or false, Hugh Jackman used to be a PE teacher. Yeah, I'll go through with that one. In what comedy film does Robin Williams throw a lime at Pierce Brosnan's head? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Love that film. Oh, I don't, yeah, is it, I don't actually know what's going to go missing so far. Yeah. Which Harris is older, Calvin Harris or Simon Harris? <laughs> I think we'll go with Simon Harris. <laughs> the island of Corfu is is uh, part of what country? I agree. If you ordered poulet in France, what would you get? Hurricane. Oh, can you spell that actually? P O U L E T. Poulet. Poulet. Um, poulet. Poulet. I got it French in school. This is embarrassing. I wasn't very good at it, so. Poulet. 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 That's a totally different song. It's- yeah, uh, I'm just going to go off oh, oh, wine. And what golfing term means one under par? Oh my God, my husband's obsessed with golf and I don't notice. <laughs> but, birdie or both? How did you get that? Birdie oh was right. Was it? Yeah, well, I was whistling like a bird, so I was. Uh, my... Oh, I actually make that right. Did you knock that? Okay, cool. I was, I was, I was clucking like a, a chicken as well. You didn't hear that. <laughs> Poulet is chicken. A golfing term, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. boule. Yeah. Ah, so uh, Captain Jack Sparrow was correct. Uh, Nest was correct. Mario was a plumber. He's going in and out of the little pipes. Uh, going into the pipes. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Was Luigi a plumber as well? I presume they're, they're both plumbers. Weren't I they? thought they made pizzas. Pizzas. If you if you had to give me a million euro now, and you says Mario Mario and Luigi, what were their profession? I would have said they made pizzas. Oh, because yeah. the, yeah. they're Italian. Italian, yeah. Little, yeah. little moustaches they look like they do a good pizza right yeah I would have a Mario pizza no problem it's a me Mario that's his old accent um, <laughs> there's nine letters in guacamole oh I was trying to do it really quick on my hands but it's not eight or nine Hugh Jackman did used to be a PE P- teacher that's uh, that is true Mrs Doubtfire was right oh brilliant because when he's she's uh, Robin Williams is dressed as Mrs Doubtfire sitting at the bar and he hears Pierce Brosnan calling his character a loser and uh, as he's walking away, doink! And that was improvised, that bit. Was it? Yeah. You'd love to do it, wouldn't you? That and break the Mercedes sign off a car because of Robin Williams. He was so good. Calvin Harris is older than St- than DJ Simon Harris. Oh, dear. <laughs> Simon is 36, Calvin's 39. Corfu's, oh, okay. Corfu is in Greece, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Six. Six, okay. I'll take that. It, felt, it felt lower, but it, uh, yes, it's, six is good. Okay. Yeah, Aoife, have a, have a great day. Can I, can I get a cuddle mug, please? Of course, of course. Oh, thank you. 
Somebody says they're a painter and a plumber. Okay. Uh, no, I think it's just plumber, isn't it? Isn't it crazy how some people think they were really hard and then someone just texts and I got a 10. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, every morning we get somebody. Somebody will say they were they were too hard, and somebody will say they were simple for my first ten. Yeah. Now FM 104's Dish the Dirt with Mooney's Hyundai Long Mile Road and Dean's Grange, home of World Car of the Year, Ionic Five. CEPMooney.ie. So, two of my favourite humans, right? Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, are going to go on tour together. Like they are just brilliant. They have sold out some of these venues in the space of, I think, 20 seconds. They got the inspiration from Martin Short and Steve Martin doing that, where they go on tour as a double act, and they do stuff together, they do stuff on their own, and uh, they're just, they're like, are they going, they, they, will they come here? No word on, it's all America <sighs> so far. But they'd easily do three arena. Oh, three or four nights. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Wow. Anyway, here's what they said. They're so lovely, those guys. And I did hear from them. I did a lovely email from, from Steve Martin so the, you know, about the announcement. said, we're so excited for you. And if you want to help promote the show, you could say, um, this tour will be just like Steve and Marty's tour, but without the old man smell. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought that was so nice. Very, very good. I, I do think we will have a fair yeah. amount of old man smell. And have you heard from Marty? And, <laughs> yeah, well, Marty, of course, had to chime in on the chain and said, like, so excited. I can't wait to see which one of you will turn out to be the Steve of the duo and which one will entertain the audience. Perfect. <laughs> I'm sure it's so funny. Sinead Keenan uh, almost turned down the role of... Have you ever seen Unforgotten? I've seen a couple of episodes of oh, it. Very good. Unforgotten. If you haven't seen it, if, you're, if you've got that kind of anxiety of, of where the hell is Happy Valley gone, Unforgotten. There's about three seasons of it. It's so good. And... Uh, now, Nicola Walker did star in it, but now Sinead Keenan is taking over the role as the, the chief detective in it. I saw that because I've seen the first two seasons of it and the photographs for the new one. I was like, who's that girl? I don't remember her in it. Yeah, well, look, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but watch the first three. There's a reason why. All right, OK. So there's a, so there's a new uh, chief inspector and uh, she, will be, she will join Sanjeev Bhaskar, who has been in it for years. He's brilliant. What's in his bag? That's what everyone wants to know. He has a, he's a, he's a rucksack. He brings it everywhere and they never show you what's in the rucksack. <laughs> There's no, he never goes into the rucksack for anything. You never even see his lunchbox. Anyway, she said she nearly turned it down because she just didn't think she could, she could uh, take over from Nicola Walker because she was so brilliant in it. Wow. She really was. The Instagram question earlier on was about Toy Story. Yeah. Woody and Buzz. The reason why I asked that question, a Pixar CEO, his name is Pete Doctor, has teased Toy Story 5, which should be out in two years. He said it's going to be surprising and it's got some really cool stuff that we've never been, we've never done before and it hasn't been on a cartoon before. Oh. So I wonder, I, I don't know okay, where else they, they can go with it. So the young fella, what's his name? The, the, Andy. Andy. He would be now in, in five, he'll be an adult, right? It might be Andy's kids. Oh, it might be Andy's kids. It could be. You never know. But didn't... I don't want to spoil it on you, but... Didn't no, 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 Woody say nothing. No, say nothing, say nothing. Yeah. Say nothing. Yeah. It's a strawberry alarm clock. It's F104. <laughs> this is a story about a proposal. Have you ever witnessed a proposal? I've heard about a lot of proposals before. Have you ever proposed? Never, ever. Never proposed. I don't think I will either. Okay. I've proposed once. How's that going? It went well. It's going, it's going, it's going good so far. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get around to it one day. It's grand. In New York and everything. Yeah. Lovely. You did it perfectly. Well, yeah, but it's just I have to follow up now on the, on the rest of it. <laughs> so, this guy, he was going to... First of all, he didn't discuss the marriage with the girl he was going to propose. So, normally you would sort of sort out 
you know, you'd have a kind of half conversation. Do you think we should some? Yeah, you know. And so you'd suss out the, the vibe, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. And then you'd go for it. You wouldn't just go blindly in. So there's loads of people here. The girl was there. Her friends were there. They're at a table. He leaves the room. He comes back in, and he's singing a song. Okay. And nobody knew what the hell he was doing. They just thought he was messing and showing off. But this was part of his proposal. I've never heard of this song before. Maybe you have. You can tell me if this, do you think, would woo a lady or woo anyone, right? Now, I'm nervous. B- bear in mind that this girl that he was about to propose to had no idea what the song was, didn't know what he was talking about. He, com- he, comes, he comes into the room singing this. It's called. It's a song called "Gary Come Home," and it's it's, it's from SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> now run. He gets down. Then he, then he sings the full "Gary Come Home," which is something to do with SpongeBob. If you're a SpongeBob fan, you'll know about it. He put up posters. Have you seen Gary? And I miss you, Gary. And Gary was a Gary was a snail. Okay. Gary come, so yeah. That's, so, this is get her runners now. So she's sitting at the table and he sings the full length version of Gary Come Home. And everyone's going, okay. Gets down one knee, proposed to her. She says yes. And then later on says to her friend, What did you think of the proposal? And she says, Well, why was he singing a SpongeBob SquarePants about a, a, a snail that left? What's that got to do with love? Is he talking? So she said yes, and then she was she was kind of miffed afterwards when she realised all her friends were a bit embarrassed, and there was a big cringe going on. They're just like, "Why is he singing a SpongeBob song?" That is very very strange. But now she's still she's engaged to him. It's she has a fiance now, but it makes no, she's not a SpongeBob fan. He never mentioned SpongeBob to her, and he didn't ask her. He didn't he didn't sort of suss out whether she was kind of half into it. Before you do it in front of loads of people, you'd kind of suss it out, wouldn't you? Even ask the friends, do you think I should? Or That's so. the first issue. Never do it in front of people. Yeah, it's a private thing. It's a private thing. Never do it on a birthday. Never do it on Valentine's Day. Never do it at somebody else's wedding. Yes, or Christmas Day. Yes. Well, Christmas Day's all right now. Do you think Christmas Day? That's the celebration in itself. Yeah, but you're not ruining anyone else's Christmas Day. It's just like, oh, really? Oh, we that's, got engaged. That's nice, yeah. yeah. Someone said, red flags, get out of there. Yeah, Spongebob. I saw a great line before. Red flags? I thought it was a circus. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great line. Uh, I think we've all been guilty of that. So, uh, like, I I saw there's a thing before about sort of songs that people put in wedding videos. And I saw a wedding video before. It wasn't actually a wedding video. It was kind of a montage of stuff. And they'd asked for Moby Porcelain, right? Which is quite deep. The, so the lyrics are in my mind. I'm dying all the time. I didn't mean to to leave you. This is goodbye, and it's all wedding pictures. Like, get listen to the songs you're putting in your wedding videos. What is wrong with people? Did I think maybe, you know, if there if the song is on when some momentous occasion yeah. happens, they I'm just s- latch to it. Porcelain's a beautiful song. There's a piano going ding ding ding, ding and like, but the lyrics. In my dreams I'm dying all the time I had a song With a girl I was 19 years of age And I was dating a girl Called Sinead 
and the song was on when we were we were kissing each other in the dance floor in a nightclub. I think it was Coppers. Is this pre Samantha Mumble in the car park? Oh, this is this is bad. This okay. is this song is bad. Does anyone remember Almost Here by Brian McFadden and Delta Goodrum? <sighs> The so writing was on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> on the wall. Almost here. I don't remember that. Bruised and battered by your words. Oh, hang on a second. Hang on. I can't believe I'm doing this. I, you know, I, we're I, giving him a few pound. We're not. Certainly not. We're not going to be played that much of it. Do you remember this song? No, I don't remember Did this song. I hear you Cause I thought you said. Let's think it over. And this was this, but you this was played in coppers, by the way, and we kissed each other in coppers. Why were they playing this in coppers? I don't. I think it was massive at the time. I never heard of that song before. Years? No. I wouldn't be familiar with his solo material. And this was the only song, and he was with Delta at the time. Yeah. Well, Delta, yeah. Well, yeah. I can't play any more than that. No, please don't. Please don't. Bring so, back hurtful memories of a time when I was Somebody who's doing the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the veg. There's kind of a shortage in some certain places for certain vegetables from certain countries. There's, there's some issues, right? So, peppers, courgettes. There's pictures from the UK. A lot of shelves are empty. Um, so, the people are having trouble getting them. Have you noticed anything? I have noticed. Yeah, I've noticed that. You get into the odd shop, you'd see, oh, where's this gone? Where's that gone? So, I saw a bloke probably on social media and he was going on about various things he should be eating and uh, he's right and he was picking up berries and he was saying you should probably get the frozen berries because the frozen berries are fresher and he said the ones that do, the ones that, like we're buying from here now they're, they're probably from miles away you know you, a lot of the veg you look at it and it's from miles and miles away and because it's been travelling around sitting around so long you don't have as much nutrients but Support your local shopkeepers and greengrocers in Ireland. So um, there's loads. What you should do is look up what's in season. That's the cheapest, and if it's grown in Ireland, it'll have the most nutrition. So you got kale, beetroots, mushrooms, lettuce, leeks, cauliflowers, rooster potatoes. They're all in season. They're all cheaper. They're all Irish. There's nothing better about going into a shop that's local and proper. As someone said to me recently about a butcher, it says always try and get to the butchers because they're the ones that are hiring the local staff. Yep. They're the ones that, you know, it might be a tad bit more expensive at times, yep. but you're keeping these fellas and girls in jobs. Yeah, and it's better. And it's the same with the veg. Same with the veg. So, like, support your local veg shop. Yeah, definitely. And, and get the Irish stuff into you. If, if they're having trouble getting the peppers, give peppers a swear for a week. Red peppers, yellow tomatoes. I do. I buy a lot of peppers myself. Yeah. So you want to tell me So it's four day week Alright Everybody listening to this If you've just sat down In office now And you're like Oh god I have five days a week Or six days I'm sick of this In the UK 61 companies Took part In an 80% working While keeping the exact Same salary So basically Four day week Yes Well I know people Who are doing Two day weeks already yeah. <laughs> Legally or illegally Legally they're supposed To be doing five So 2,900 staff members 61 companies did it for six months last year and yesterday all the results came in. They were interviewed and asked questions. They're working better, aren't they? Oh, wow. 56 of the businesses, so 92% of the participants have extended the four-day week. See? With 18 of them making it permanent. See, people will work hard. If they can get Friday off or so, whatever it is, people will work harder Monday to Thursday, defo. Do you want better news? Go on. 71% reported lower levels of burnout. 
Yeah. 39% said they were less stressed. Correct. 40% said they slept better. Yes. And 54% said it was easier to balance work and home responsibilities. There you go. What the, there's just where there's nothing wrong with this picture. If you're a boss or a manager right now and you're looking for what's in it for you, workplace benefited too with sick days dropping by two thirds and staff were 57% more likely to stay with the company productivity also remained massive as well and companies revenue in some cases rose by 1.4% now that's that is that is great but it's most, mostly for offices like there's lots of jobs you know sort of emergency services ah yes yes and you know retail and restaurants they can't really close I only said that to you this morning that's, yeah. that some like te- the likes of teachers and nurses should be paid a lot more money than what yeah, they're on now. They can't do four day weeks unfortunately but for offices it is a good idea. Great idea. I don't know why I'm saying this because we're on five days a week. <laughs> we won't be doing anything like this but no. for the office staff and everyone for <laughs> We're getting excited about it as if it's going to be a thing for us. It's not. It's going to be happening in May. Yes. Wild Youth are going to be Ireland's representation. Come on, Ireland, come on. Come on, Wild Youth. But everyone's been wondering, who's going to be presenting it? So it was Alicia Dixon, you said, wasn't it? Alicia Dixon is going to be one of the four presenters for the Eurovision. Okay, so so semi-finals, different presenters. Semi-finals is going to be Rylan and it's going to be Scott Mills. Okay. They'll be commentating and because it's a big one this year only because even if you don't even watch it it's only 40 minutes on a flight over to Liverpool. It's very close to us this year. Well, I presume it's tickets are sold out. So they're, ah, they're presenting, they're not commentating, right? So They're presenting. So and who's do, does the BBC commentary? Who's the Marty Whelan of BBC? See, this is the issue. It has been Graham Norton for what? 15 years. Graham Norton's done it all the time. So you, you either watch over, Marty yeah, yeah. or you watch Graham if you're watching it. Yeah. So the big one is the final. The BBC are throwing a ton of cash at this. It's going to be in Liverpool. Everyone's talking about it because, again, it's so close to Ireland. They've just announced the Fab Four, they're calling it. Alicia Dixon is one of them. Incredible. Everyone's shocked, though, about it because they didn't think Alicia would be in this category. Oh, she's she's fantastic. Because it's Ukraine had won it. Yeah. Oh, she is. Because Ukraine had won it, there's going to be someone from Ukraine. Okay. Her name is Julia Sanina. I hope I've pronounced that right. She's going to be the Ukrainian person at it. Okay. The next person to do it is Hannah Waddingham, who I just showed you a photograph of, who's in Ted Lasso. Oh, Hannah, right, yeah, yeah. So she's the blonde, uh, she's, the, she's, the, she's the owner of the football club in Ted Lasso. So she's going to be presenting it as well. That's three ladies. She must be a swimmer. She, yeah, oh. She must be a swimmer. Like, she, she's, uh, like she's the, the physique of a, somebody who's like very athletic. I was just looking, she's been in loads of stuff. She's been in Game of Thrones as well. She loves him, by the way, whenever she goes to any of the awards things. She and she has a couple of uh, you know responsibilities on her. Yeah, she just always dedicates everything to him. I, you've changed my life. I love you. When he's been interviewed in camera, she comes up behind him and goes, "I love you." You know, I love you. Ah. All of them. She, she, they're all mad about him. They all really love him. Brilliant. So she plays Rebecca Welton. Yeah, she's, great. She's, she's the CEO, and uh, she's very good. She's, she's hilarious. So the main presenter, the main person, he's Come not going to be doing commentating anymore. Come it's Graham Norton. Well. See, this is almost kind of, like it's 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 perfect, but it's almost full circle for him. Yeah, you're right. Because he because he he takes the mick out of it though. So if he presents it as he takes the mick out of it, it'll be absolute gold. Because Europeans won't understand that because nobody's ever taken the, they all take it so seriously. Yeah. Yes, this is a point system. <laughs> they, they they have it all rehearsed and it's all. He's funny. So like that's gonna be like nobody who's ever presented it really has been. 
yeah, a, a comedian, have they? I don't think so. And I think it's going to be really good because, you know, when you're watching it over the past few years, it hasn't been anywhere close to Ireland in years. We can't really, you know, understand like their jokes, their in jokes. But yeah. we're going to understand Graham's humour because we watch him every Friday night. Yeah, he's loved. Yeah. So Graham Norton, Hannah Waddingham, Julia Sanina, and Alicia Dixon are the new hosts for the Eurovision. Now Hannah and Alicia will be much taller than Graham. So yeah, we'll have, they to, will. We'll have to give him a podium or something. Yeah. I wonder will he do his, his jokes or anything like that? They might have to tone him down. And they slow probably him down. will for everyone. They probably will. Ted, <laughs> I love him. It's Irish dancing. I like. I just keep thinking of. I keep thinking of the same. I don't know why. In the last couple of weeks of him, you remember, you know, the little priest on the plane. There's yes. a priest who kind of is making all these noises, and he goes, "Don't press the button, you little monkey man." <laughs> the really old priest is making monkey noises for ten points. Who did Graham Norton play in Father Ted? Oh God, Father! Oh, Father. give away a cuddle mug, Father Caravan. Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.